0: Hi there, this is Erin Nicole and you're listening to the Move Happy Movement Podcast. On this show I interview people from all over the world. Sometimes I do sermons from the Divine. He whispers a topic to me throughout my day and tells me when to hit record. Sometimes I share music with you as well. just depends on what's going on in life and how he can use me that day to help empower you to find happiness from within. This uh, morning and yesterday, I was a little bit under the weather, and I think he wants me to relate to those of you that might be dealing with uh, colds or sicknesses and whatnot. And so, this topic is called feeling blue. <laughs> So I'm just walking out in the neighborhood and it feels so good to get outside, get some fresh air and, um, sometimes when we're, when our bodies are fighting sicknesses, our body has to turn up the heat to kill off the germs and so. We get warm. We get fevers. That's a sign, you know, that there's something wrong within the body. Virus or bacterial infection, different things like that. And so I could tell I was it was really warm. Really warm in the house. I had a cup of coffee, but it was like extra, extra warm. And uh, I've got a, a nice, real nice landlord slash housemate. And uh, they had made made breakfast for us and coffee and stuff. And they had brought out this, this little rub that can help open up your breathing pathways and stuff. And said, put it on your feet. And put your socks on. It'll help open up your sinuses. I was like, my feet? My sinuses? Like, All right, I'll try it. And uh, sure enough, I could start to see that my nose is all stuffed up, but then now it started to run and it was like breaking down and stuff and which is good, you know, you gotta get rid of the junk that's in this system. But it can it can often impact our mood when we're not feeling um immunity wise when we're not feeling our best. And sometimes for those of us that lean more towards a depressed state, or maybe you're diagnosed with depression, or or you have a family member that is, and that has a diagnosis, um, it can it can impact your mood even greater than average people that don't maybe don't have those diagnoses. I'm not sure why that is, but I I do remember when I worked in a psychiatric hospital in active treatment where this whole Move Happy thing began. and remember I had great leaders on my team that had been there, many of them for decades had been working with these patients and they said, you have to understand some of the patients when they're not feeling well, they might be in bad moods. I remember Iggy trained us in our first week and orientation, and he talked about it. He said, "You know, when people aren't feeling good, they might act out, but they might not be able to express why they're not feeling good. they're just going to be frustrated, and uh, so some people might act out, some people might get sad and withdrawn um, for some, it might be more difficult for them to remember to follow procedures, taking their medications, things of that nature. And to to show them extra compassion, right? If you're in a workplace setting and you notice that one of your coworkers is not feeling 100%, chances are you're going to show them extra Kindness, compassion, you might even encourage them, depending on how bad it is, to go home. We've got this. <laughs> Especially since the the pandemic and everybody was spreading their sicknesses everywhere. Now, I took yesterday off as the first, first day I'd ever taken off on this job I've been at for, I think, almost two months now. There's no sick leave. So there's no benefit to me to take time off other than just to rest. And I had, I don't know, yesterday it was, I was not feeling good at all. I think I had ate, ate something that I should not have eaten. And so it started off as like what I thought was food poisoning. And today, um, I feel great outside. I feel great because it's so cold outside. It's like getting my body into a normal temperature. The house feels so hot, but it's not it's not that hot when I looked at the thermostat. So I know that I'm probably dealing with a fever. My body's fighting something. And it makes it makes my mood kind of fluctuate, but I have I have learned to to deal with those kinds of variables. Um, in psychology, we call it POVs—potential operant variables that can impact our performance level. I'm not in a—not uh, necessarily in a job right now where where performance is super important. It's pretty low cognitive requirements, but I'm around a lot of food, and so I don't necessarily want to spread anything that might be contagious to the food, to give it to the customers or to my coworkers and whatnot. So I just wanted to play it on the safe side yesterday and I took the day off. And I said, more than likely, I'll be fine tomorrow. And uh, today's a new thing. So I'm gonna pray on it after, after I'm done with this, this walk and see what, see what the Father tells me to do. I will say that my mood has been actually really, really balanced, really good, really positive in this job, even though the pay isn't what I need to pay my bills. The social factor, customers and my coworkers are great. It's been nice not being so isolated at my house or isolated in a job working by myself Those kinds of things are important for our mental well-being. It might be more important for some and not as important for others. But I will say forcing everyone three years ago into fear, into isolation, into social isolation, and thinking that it wasn't going to impact people's psyches was very poor planning. Very poor planning. But I love how the Father is always, you know, 8,000 steps ahead of the world. (laughs) 18 months before that pandemic, he had assigned me as the person in the world to help people struggling with depression. He visited me in my bedroom. He opened the heavens up. He told me to change my business name. I had a different business name back then. He gave me my three pillars of my business. He gave me the mission, the focus. He showed me an annual event that would start in America and branch out to a different country every year that would bring different religious belief systems together, different musical genres together, different people together, spreading, spreading love and truth and I didn't have the name of it yet at that point in 2018, but then 18 months later, we all were in a forced shutdown, and the richest pharma organizations, and not just pharma, government organizations, political, <laughs> I mean, we're talking big names, Johnson & Johnson, Kennedy Foundation, Deepak Chopra, Ariana Huffington, like 65 other organizations, they reached out to me for my network, They had changed and shifted their whole focus from being about schizophrenia exclusively to being focused on depression. All because I had a 30 second conversation with Victor Brick, founder of the John W. Brick Foundation. He and his wife, Lynn, I had met them in person I had maybe 30 seconds with him and he said he believed that the focus should be on schizophrenia because he had a personal connection through his family member that was why he named his organization that he was funding research they had just launched it and I said no the focus needs to be on depression because everything will branch out from there I was so confident in it because the father gave me that confidence by showing me my my life purpose. 18 months later, he reached out to his network, and by the way, his cousin is on the board of the Mayo Clinic, and they promised me they would be funding my research. I'm believing that that will happen in the father's timing, if he desires for my research to have the branding associated with the Mayo Clinic. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if Mayo Clinic is good enough for the work that he has assigned to me. Perhaps it will be other university partnerships. Perhaps it will be other medical research partnerships that haven't even had their names out yet. I'm not sure. I'm not going to limit the Father's decisions. But what I do know is that He moves mountains when you trust in His calling on your life. He has kept me from from being extremely sick since He called me to this position in 2018. I've had little colds here and there. I've been under the weather for maybe 24 hours maybe 48 at the most I, I never had COVID never got the shot I believe in white paper research first before injecting things into my body it is a part of my religious belief system and We had COVID in the household, but I tested negative when I used to live with people that I worked with at the post office. Their daughter had zero signs of it, but she was a carrier. She gave it to both her stepfather and her biological mother from her stepmom. We had it in our household, and I never... I never got sick. I'm grateful. The Father told me that I would be protected, because I have been obedient to this calling. He has protected me from all kinds of things. And I don't, I don't make promises for big time future plans anymore. I used to plan out everything. And I still like to have visions and plans of the future, because that is a gift that He has given me. But I also recognize that he could take me home any day. And I will have fulfilled the purpose that he had planned for me. So I don't take any days for granted. And I encourage you not to take any days for granted either. If you're feeling blue, feeling a little under the weather, I encourage you to start mapping out how you can serve others through your gifts. Ask the Father, how can you use me? How you designed me to help other people? It's been such a simple thing, yet it's been so enormous, the opportunities that have come before me. There's also been a lot of attacks on my name, my reputation, my business, blocked from making money. People have committed identity theft, created fake bank accounts remotely in my device, using my name, profiting off of my name. They were paid over a million dollars to damage my reputation while at the same time blocking me from making money in America for three years. They blocked live events that we were doing for free to help people with depression. I mean, we're talking real positive change. And I said, all right, father, I don't know why this keeps happening. But the team that protects me, they knew about it, but they couldn't tell me about it. They We're testing to see whether or not I truly was the chosen one. I had this confidence about me. Because it's not about me. It's about Him. It's about the Father. The confidence is in Him. In this assignment that He gave me. When you are a person that has depression. And you know what it's like when you have those low days where you're sick. Or where you're feeling defeated. And you've lost a lot of your what's somewhat some might call mojo your drive and you're just trying to get out of bed you're just trying to just do basic things like showering and you know self care because your energy is so low it's unexplainable when that is taken away from you when the struggle of the pains of depressive episodes has been taken away from you all you want to do is share the good news with people all you want to do is show people how they can do it too if you're wholesome and if you truly have a love for people in your heart which I do I've always had that What I didn't understand was that there are so many people that are so focused on money and greed, so focused on how they can make a profit, that they lost sight of the big picture. So in 2020, when that vision came to life that the Father had revealed to me, I also had found out I was in the nominations, first in history for people that were being nominated. Every major nation is adding mental health ambassadors. And I found out that I was in the nominations. But it was like I wasn't surprised because he had already revealed to me my life purpose. So then it was confirmed in the physical realm But people were so small-minded about it that they were thinking that I was competing for the U.S. title. But I walk with this confidence, even when I'm feeling blue, even when I'm under the weather. I walk with this confidence that I am the global mental health ambassador because he assigned it to me in 2018 and when he assigns you something no one can take it from you no one can steal it from you no one can throw you under the bus and ruin your reputation no these people have tried everything illegal they've successfully committed crimes and we've allowed it to be done and the team that protects all the presidents of america they have watched me continue to bounce back every time and it's been at times very sucky, other times it's been out of this world. I wouldn't change it for anything. On the lowest days, he allows me to rest recharge and to take care of myself and on the days where I have more energy more vigor more stamina he generally will give me a song idea a therapy idea or both and then I note it in my journal and sometimes I share it in a video if he allows me to share it so far he's gifted me 55 therapy ideas. 55. In my lifetime. And just one of those therapy ideas. Just one of them. Would be life changing. For, for an entire family line. To change the tra- trajectory of your history. But the father didn't desire for me to change my own family history he desires to bless many families and to remind you that you are loved you are so loved from him when we keep Him first place when we choose to love him and to love others he opens up the doorways of heaven he opens up the treasures from heaven which are limitless I had no idea there was this evil organization that was harming children in private. I found out about it in 2020. We all found out about it. People started whistleblowing and telling the truth on social media, right? During the shutdown. The enemy thought that they could just shut down. Everyone and forced us into isolation. But what they didn't think about was, oh, this is going to get our crimes caught. (laughs) It's going to be more difficult to steal those children. Yeah. It was that group that tried their best to get me to join them multiple times. But. I have this, this love of the Father, and I, I just try to keep things simple, there's ten commandments that I live by, and one of those is, thou shalt not covet, wanting things that aren't yours, that don't belong to you, and if you truly live by the commands, and are obedient to the ten commandments, your life really can be simple honestly and um, of course there's times where I'm not perfect at you know honoring my parents decisions and their desires and things we didn't have a, a super big communicative family so I had to interpret a lot of their desires because of lack of communication on their end but I will say they did the best that they could with raising a daughter that had struggled with depression. Suicidal ideations as young as 14 years old was my first attempt. Spiritual attacks of the enemy and not being provided proper mental health resources when being used by the school district I grew up in to sing at a funeral of a boy that had ended his life. They did not provide any mental health resources nor check in on the singer's well-being. And at our church around that same time, there was leaders that were struggling with their mental health, and it was definitely spiritual attacks against our church body because we were we were moving as a as a church body we were helping in our community we were doing a lot for the kingdom kingdom of God and the enemy knew it and targeted us on purpose and he targets your children if you're listening to this he loves to destroy families starting with little boys and little girls that's why this this cult this rich organization that's why they do what they do because they worship the enemy and they get promised money, it's, it's about greed. They worship a small G-O-D, and they are promised prosperity. But that prosperity is limited in that they are committing crimes against humans. And I'm so grateful that I've been patient while they have continued to steal from me. That's the only way that they know how to win is to just steal from their competition. I refused to join their cult, so they just abused their powers, technological communications, hacked in any time they wanted, stole from me. They used the president of the defunded Blackwater alumni and his entire team of the Biden administration. They paid them. To steal from me so you want to talk about lack of trust in your government it has made me question a lot about being an American especially a woman in America but I am grateful that the majority of the military didn't trust that man anyway so they had been tracing all the illegal crimes (laughs) and we gave him three years to confess to repent and to change his ways and he tried to cover up his trail. So he's going to be setting up a meeting very soon because I married the man that trained him and they tried to kill us. It's been almost two years since Easter Sunday, 2022. As I record this, it is late December. Not quite Christmas, but we're we're approaching very close to Christmas, 2023. Which means it's been almost two years since I've seen or heard from my husband because these evil people have tried their best to not only destroy my life because I refused to join their nasty pornography, pedophilia cult, but I also refused to commit crimes and they kept trying to get me caught up in in committing crimes and then they tried to ruin our commander in chief's reputation through my husband and me. I have no idea what lies were told, but I do know. I do know that one thing remains even on days when I feel blue. I love my husband. I trust my husband and all of my warriors of light i know they look out for me just like they look out for you if you're making good decisions if you are choosing to love the father and love your neighbors continue doing so they protect from the shadows their job is to stay in the shadows nobody needs to know anything about them and that was what this evil organization was trying to do they were trying to pull out these people from the shadows They hacked into my husband's phone and all of his friends and started publicly messaging me on my business platforms after they forced me to move out of my husband's house after 19 days of marriage. These people don't care about anyone's privacy. So they do not get to be private any further. What the father says goes, and he has had enough of their crimes. He has had enough of their sick behaviors. So when he says this person or that person not going to be around much longer. I believe it to be so. I believe that they are involved and he has revealed some big time A-list names to me. And he's also told me not to cry for them. They made their decision when they chose to harm children. They made their decision when they chose to be involved in sacrificing of little boys and little girls after forcing them into sex slavery. These people are sick absolutely sick say her name father Lady Gaga involved at the highest tiered level of crime she sacrificed and ate little boys and little girls father said she will not make it to 2024. I really liked her music. But the moment the moment she focused so much on her greed where she allowed herself to get involved in crimes against humans the moment that cost her her soul. She sold her soul to the devil. There's no no coming back from that. What's that, Father? He says, Luke Combs. Luke Combs. What about Luke Combs, Father? He's involved, he says. Really? He's involved? Man. Tyler Perry is involved. Oprah Winfrey we've known for a long time. Joel Osteen. Really? Miranda Lambert, what about her father? She's involved. Wow. Reba McIntyre. One of the big reasons why Kelly Clarkson and her husband divorced, because they tried to get her to join the cult and she refused. She doesn't live in Nashville anymore. She used to live in like Franklin or Nashville, Tennessee. She doesn't live here anymore because they tried to kill her. I have no doubt. (sighs) All these big time names are going to be revealed in the coming days. He revealed a few on the show. Those are some big time names. Tyler Perry used to be a believer. He's a survivor of abuse. Somehow he's involved in it, and he was a guest. Shared his testimony at Pastor Joel's church. Father revealed to me Pastor Joel's involved because they threatened his children. That's how they got him. involved. But the father just whispered to me that he has hope for her. Really? Really father? He has hope for her because she grew up in the church. In this evil group they force you they force you to focus on the money and to disown your family members i'm fully confident that's how they did it with my sibling they hack in a lot of them are from the ccp they hack into your devices they send you fake messages from people, uh, they call it personifications, <coughs> meaning that they, they commit identity theft, they pretend to be a person and send you a message pretending to be that person, so you're thinking you're getting a message from someone, and that person didn't send you a message, and uh And you're looking at it, and you're like having an argument with someone over a message they sent you. And they're like, if you ever talk to them, they're like, I didn't send that to you. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. That's what they do. They love to cause division in business relationships and in family relationships. That was what Graydon McKee told me. He was one of the original five cybersecurity experts of Apple and Microsoft. He had scanned my computer. He told me he was doing it for free. They had paid him to do it. And then he accepted a payment at some point in the last year and disassociated from me. So, they separated him from his wife she left him and then they made it look like he committed suicide these people are pure evil they've killed seven father they've killed seven of my associations in the last three years it's been the worst rigged competition ever dealing with a bunch of criminals one thing if you're going to be a criminal for like addictions to drugs or alcohol but if you're choosing to harm people and you're getting away with it and you're getting paid a lot of money to do it you shouldn't have access to power, money, technological devices shouldn't have private access to our data that's my opinion, I'm sticking to it You should be locked up, double locked doors with no internet access or heavily monitored so people can see what you're doing. (coughs) The best antidote to feeling blue is personal relationship with the father. You can have a personal relationship with him. Just repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this gift of salvation. I can't earn it or buy it. Father, I I ask you to come into my heart. Show me when I'm making mistakes, how to choose love, make better decisions. I receive your gift of salvation, Father. Thank you. Pray this in your heavenly name. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time, I want to welcome you to the family. Your next step is to get plugged into a Bible-based church and keep God first place. Father, any ask? Okay, he says, Pancakes to be delivered to every doorstep. So if you have neighbors, you want to make some pancakes for them, do it. Do it soon. (laughs) All right, love you guys. Don't forget to tell someone you love them today and we'll see you next time